Hello, Emilio. Como se va? Listen to me, listen. Today they'll give you some money. Look at it. They'll give you back your own money. No, no, no. I owe the Don a favor. Okay, bye. Hey, hey, let's go to McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Welcome again, everyone, to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 85. With me today, as always, is Jesslyn. Hello. I haven't made that introduction in a while, so I just kind of like to reiterate that you are part of the show still. I am. And, still. And that no one's really complained to me. Everyone's like, hey, you don't announce who your host is anymore. So oh, I good. Thought, when you started that sentence, I meant complained that I was on oh, your show. <laughs> Why is she on your show? My heart <laughs> broke a little that <laughs> anyone would do that oh, from oh. the six people who listen to our podcast. <laughs> oh, there's like eight people. So <laughs> find you so we took a week off i uh, need a little break again uh no real reason i guess other than just to kind of line up everything until the end of the year when we do episode 100 so mm-hmm. that's uh i'm trying to you know just we're gonna do about three episodes a month now until the end of the year i think that's how it comes out to now okay if i'm doing my math correctly somewhat then yeah you're good at math yeah i'm all right at it I excel sometimes. You know, not like the algebra or anything. Maybe a little bit, but I don't really know. If yeah. you ever applied yourself to Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I applied myself to anything, you're like, shit. <laughs> oh, 85 episodes, I applied myself you a little bit. Yeah, you applied yeah. yourself to this podcast. <laughs> and another podcast, Pinheads of Horror, is back. Right, yeah. And mm-hmm. we'll have a new episode with them in about like a week and a half. Uh, Another good two-hour episode. Mm-hmm. It's a long one. You jackass on that one too. You're kind of a jackass. <laughs> well, I wasn't. Uh, I pleasantly disagree with you about child's play. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> As did Ed. A lot of people disagree <laughs> yeah. with me about that movie, which is fine. I don't, you like it, you like it. If you're up for that kind of stuff, sure, that's fine with me. Yeah. Child's play. I didn't mean to bring it up again. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> uh, something way better than Child's Play was released uh, a week early, actually, uh, by request of Kristen Bell, actually, mm-hmm. for her birthday. She wanted the uh, a week early release of season four of Veronica Mars. And Hulu gave it to her. Yeah, and then we got to watch it yeah. that day, didn't we? Or did we start that day or the next day? I think they she, her birthday was the 18th, and she asked for it to be released, and then on the 19th it was released. Right. And then we burned right through it, pretty yeah. much, yeah. It took us uh, three days to do eight episodes. Mm-hmm. No, we did the last episode. It was just one for that day. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. I won't say anything. But it was a good season. It, it was, was a really good season. And after it was all over, right now I'm hovering between 
understanding that characters can be more compelling when they're suffering and not being able to get over the end mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Feeling like I was, as a fan of Veronica Mars, I was punished. Aww. That's kind of how I feel. I'm not like a psycho Game of Thrones fan <laughs> who broke their TVs at every episode of season eight. I understand it's only a show, but I was I was pretty distraught the last season. I won't lie. And I honestly don't want any more now. I can't. No, I can't really? take You're done. any more. You're yeah. done with Veronica Mars? No, of course right? I'm not. They come out with another season. If Kristen Bell's not done and she said she never will be, then neither am I. But I was not pleased. Now, this, I'm trying to understand. This season was a lot darker, too. It was, it was. violent, a lot more violence. Oh, swear words, except fuck wasn't in it. But yeah, it was... It was uh, yeah. It, it was a nice adult, more of an adult turn for the show. Which was, of course, followed her through high school and um, college for a while. And it was somewhat lighthearted. It wasn't uh, Teeny Bopper Love Tale or anything. They dealt with really serious issues and they yeah. dealt with them seriously too. Mm-hmm. And they had their fun times also. And I guess you can't get all that serious with uh, when you're working with um, a girl who's in high school who's also a private detective too. Um, and so you go later on in her life when she's in her, her late 30s now and then mm-hmm. yeah, we're dealing with more uh, adult subjects, I believe, and and just bigger terror. It seems like yeah, and and Rob Thomas said that that's exactly what he wanted to do. He that's the trajectory he wants this character to have. Um, and the thing that upset me, he said that he did that because he wants to make this more of a murder mystery show and cut out some of the high school drama. Mm-hmm. But I counter with, I really liked the high school drama aspect of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, or the dra- I know she's not in high school anymore, but the dramatic parts of the show, I found a lot of it to be really satisfying and interesting, and I feel like it was ripped from me. <laughs> I can't talk about it anymore. I would like to see them go back into the show where there, yeah, there is one central plot to the entire show, but there are like other things going on too. Like other smaller investigations that she right. does, yes. I would have liked to have seen that more. Agreed. That was the fun part of the first three seasons: is that there's a mystery arc, and then there's a mystery each episode. Right. Yeah. And that's and um, I was a little hesitant to watch this show at first because uh, I I think I kind of just saw it as like there's this smart talking girl in high school. And she's a private detective also, and she's probably going to be smarter for her own good, and smarter than any other high school student that I've ever known in my life. Uh, I was thinking this is just going to be a, like Dawson's Creek, yeah. uh, the the, um, uh, the detective version of it, you know? I feel like, yeah, you thought you were going to get into like a Gilmore Girls type of thing. Right, and it's not that at all. No, I not mean, at all. And I, I enjoyed the show a lot, actually, yeah. and it was, it was a good, fun show to follow, and I couldn't wait till the next episode. And you and I've I, and I've talked to people about this show too. It's just uh, just give it a chance. It's not yeah. what you think, you know. It, it's a good show, and uh, Kristen Bell is really good in it, and mm-hmm. all the people surrounding her are good too. So, agreed. Yeah, definitely. If you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out. And I'll be surprised if you're not hooked by the, at least the second episode, if not the first. Yeah, it's I'm 
I don't think I was hooked by then, but I did just continue to watch it, and then... You were into it. I was into yeah. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, this season's only eight episodes last... What, the other three seasons were like 20-some episodes? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, 20 episodes for season three, because it was just abruptly canceled. Right, yeah. yeah. And, well, that stinks, but hey, man, there's a lot of fans, and the movie was like one of the... One of the first movies to be like a, a Kickstarter. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it got funded in like a day, didn't it? Or even faster than that. I think so, yeah. It met its goal quickly. And it's also really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember too much until we watched it again lately. And yeah, I was like, oh, okay, this is still pretty good. It wasn't as good as the TV show. No, I, I agree. Um, but yeah, I still enjoyed that one. And. Yeah, check out Veronica Mars, new season out. Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's a good show. It is. Uh, now, you did not go to the theater to see this with me. I didn't. I'm, I want to see this movie, but I thought it would be fun for you to go have some bonding time yeah. with your buddy. Yeah, so my friend John and I, a former guest of the show, uh, went and saw Crawl. Not Crawl, the 80s Star Wars fantasy ripoff crawl the Alejandra Aja movie or yeah Aja movie. I've been trying to drag the word out so people can understand what I'm saying crawl crawl yeah <laughs> not crawl <laughs> uh, this was fun it was a good it was a good fun movie um, not a whole lot of substance in there of course and it's right alligators in a in a hurricane so it's your high budget sharknado-esque kind of movie but it's not silly and stupid it's like this is a serious movie uh there isn't very much much humor in this unless you you find people getting eaten by alligators funny which there were a few times in the theater i did laugh so i was like yeah this is fucking great you know alligators run amok during a hurricane um hunting down a couple humans stuck in the basement of this house. <laughs> so that makes me a little worried that this movie's taking itself a little too seriously. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> this movie does take itself pretty seriously. Most of his movies kind of do, except for uh, Piranha 3D, which Remy really didn't take itself seriously. <laughs> for a second. That, yeah. movie, that movie's great, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we saw that in the theater in 3D. I think we did, yeah. And it was yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> the, the, the skinny dipping underwater scene, oh, 3D was <laughs> the best ever. <laughs> but you, so what grade would you give this movie? I would give it a nice solid B. It's, okay. It's missing one thing. Um, it has good kills in there. Uh, there's some great tension going on too. One thing it's missing is an extraordinary kill. Now the movie, when the movie ends, I, I find it very much like, kind of like if Jaws, like look, think of the very end of Jaws where the the shark takes Quint, yes. and the boat's sinking, and then Brody's shooting at the tank trying to kill the shark. Wonderful ending. Wasn't in the original book at all. Mm-hmm. Um, nice big climax. Exactly. And that's a uh, huge shark. Blows it up. Ah, you son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> Smile, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, just think. Go back to that movie, to Jaws, and go back to that scene, and all of a sudden, you know, Quint gets eaten, the, the boat's sinking, and instead of uh, Brody shooting the shark... 
a helicopter comes and picks Brody up, and that's the end of the movie. Oh. Right. There's no big kill in this movie. Uh, there's like no big alligator kill. There's no big climax to this film, really. Other, no climactic kill of an alligator, which it needed. Um, they could have easily, well, not easily, but uh, what could have been incorporated was like a large, larger alligator than the other ones coming at them at the end, and then they kind of, I don't know, the queen thwarted, yeah, <laughs> or blow it up somehow, and then get rescued, then yes, it would have been a bit more satisfying, but it doesn't really end that way, and so there's no big climax like that. Would you call Kaya Scaldelario a hero? Uh, yeah, I would. She's, okay. Yeah, she, she is. Uh, she saved her dad uh, a couple times, so yeah, it's... She's, I'll call her a hero, sure. Okay. But not so much at the end. Actually, I don't really feel bad about spoiling this movie. Who? It's a movie about alligators. Yeah, you know what's going to happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, well, pretty much that's what happens. They get to the top okay. of their house, because everything's flooding in this movie, and it gets right up to the, the roof, and they're on top, and a helicopter comes and rescues them, and they're gone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's it. <laughs> I guess I'm glad I didn't go see it. I'll see this movie for free. Yeah, it, it was still good. It was still yeah, a fun okay. time. Uh, uh, alligator CGI wasn't all that great. I'll, I'll give oh. it that. Um, oh, you're losing me, man. I don't know about this movie. But it doesn't take you out of the movie, though. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> now it will. <laughs> all right. Okay. <clears throat> Well, yeah, I, there needs to be more of these these alligator movies, mainstream. I know they've been like Lake Placid Seven by now. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just make them like you know, like this. Make them smaller. They don't have to be huge mega blockbusters like the Meg, which Ugh. I keep talking about. And I actually watched that again, and yeah, it still isn't very good. It's just not fun. A no. movie like that needs to be fun. It needed to be done by the fucking guy who did Crawl. <laughs> Maybe, and, except this movie doesn't sound like very much fun either. No, but well, well his other water movie, Piranha 3D. Okay, sure. Look at the end of that movie. That was great. It is, but that movie is just like bananas. Like, yeah. Can I find <laughs> like middle ground here? <laughs> fun and scary. He goes for like taking itself too seriously to bananas <laughs> <laughs> i guess the hills have eyes the remake of the hills have eyes that was pretty serious middle ground. Yeah, yeah there's some it gets real dark but it does so yeah, there's... the first one yeah, yeah. but I, I believe the, the remake is way better than the original that's just me mostly yeah i think i've only seen the original once and yeah. i've seen the remake a bunch of times yeah, the original's fine the yeah. remake is so much better i think okay um we're getting off topic yeah well Kind of. We're talking about the same We're director. talking about, yeah, Alejandro Aja. 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 I think he's Spain. I think he's French, since he did High Tension. French, too, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <it's> French. <laughs> I'll look that up later. Yeah. Prove myself I, wrong. I could be wrong. He could just speak French and film High Tension in France. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I think he's... I think he's French. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a Spanish name. Uh, who knows? I don't know. I have an Asian last name, and I'm a white guy. You're also Mexican. Yeah, but, but you look at me, I'm a white guy. Confusing, yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. 
I was talking to someone today about that. I was like, yeah, I grew up around, you know, uh, like Mexicans and, and Japanese people. And she she was like this white resident <laughs> where I work. And she was like, yeah, you know, there are a lot of my family from the past, uh, from years ago or, or generations ago was from South America. And I was like, she was like, yeah, but I'm just fucking white too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. They all kind of just mix into that at the end anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 2005 Joss Whedon directed and written by movie Serenity. Yes. This is Jessalyn's pick. It is. Seeing as she gets every five movies is her pick. And she picked this one. I did. So this is meant to be the second season of the canceled show Firefly condensed into one film. Because you didn't Mm -hmm. get to do a second season of Firefly. And it was only, like, the first season was only, like, 11, 14-some episodes. Yeah, and I think they only aired six yeah, on Fox, like I'm pretty that, sure. Yeah. And then when they released the DVDs, you got to watch the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, please, sorry, keep going. Uh, yeah, so the crew of the ship Serenity try to evade an assassin sent to recapture one of their members who's telepathic. That's the simplest. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the show about? Really, I like the show. The... I mean, they're basically mercenaries. That's what mm-hmm. the show is. Now, uh, Gina Torres, uh, Zoe, and Nathan Fillion, Mal, were in the military together in the rebellion. Yes, uh, together. Yes. So they are like military trained mm-hmm. um, captain and first mate. Uh, they lost obviously yeah. because the alliance, which is basically what what's the the. The Star Wars thing. That's the oh, alliance. the Empire. The Empire. <laughs> right. The Alliance is basically the Empire. Right. Only yeah. In this show, the rebels have lost, and they're just mercenaries trying to make some money. And so the rebels are like from like the outer lying planets, and the Federation is more like center, more central to like the uh, the galaxy or universe or whatever right. they're a part of. And yeah, they fought before, and they kind of kept they beat the rebels and kept them at bay because they didn't want to conform to the the, the Federation Alliance's um, whole thing, you know, they're right. just wanting to kind of live their own thing, didn't do their own thing. They kind of want to be like fucking most Eisley in Star Wars for the most part, but right. And like. yeah, at the very beginning, um, you see a flashback of Summer, who's the telepathic one, mm-hmm. and she's a kid, and she talks about she answers. The teacher, who's obviously for the alliance, mm-hmm. um, asking the teacher kind of asks, "Why do you think they rebelled?" And Summer says, "Because people don't like to be controlled. They don't like mm. to be told what to think, what to eat, what to wear." That's not exactly what she says. But, but yeah, we get the gist. Yeah. Right? And the teacher says something like, "Summer, we're not telling them what to think. We're just trying to show them how." <laughs> That's how it gets started. <laughs> And this pretty much leaves off kind of right after the series did, too. Um, 
see this character of Summer like has these abilities. Um, she's like telepathic abilities, I believe. Yeah, she's been repeatedly like tortured and tested mm. by the Alliance. And she knows Kung Fu also. Yes, which that's she part really of her programming. Right, which mm-hmm. you really didn't know in the TV series until like the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why is she so special? What the hell's going on? Why is she always cringing and shivering and stuff? Like, what the fuck's with this character? And then all of a sudden, like, uh, Summer Glau, who plays the character, is very, uh, like, uh, bendable. She's a ballerina. Yeah, she's a she's ballerina. She's a ballet dancer. That's why she does a lot of that, all of that stuff, yeah, I think. She, yeah. yeah, she, um, yeah, I was, I didn't know, I know exactly what her training came from, but, ba- I mean, that sounds, uh, being a ballerina, yeah. I thought maybe she, like, studied wushu also, which... I mean, maybe she did, but her career before acting was ballet dancing. Okay. Professionally, obviously. Okay. And it kind of, it seems like Mal and everyone else in the ship kind of, uh, they take on uh, Summer, Summer Glau's character. What's her name again? Uh, River. Yeah, they take oh, River. Yeah, River. Summer Glau is the actress's name. Yeah. River. They take River and her brother, who kind of protects her on his ship, uh, through the series. And then in this movie, it kind of seems like they're just trying to get off of Mal's ship, the Serenity, mm-hmm. um, to, I guess, find their way. And then she gets set off at this bar, and then she starts kicking the shit out of everyone, including the people who have been helping her, uh, Mal and his crew. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a this Japanese commercial for the Odie Bar. <laughs> it's on TV, and she watches it, and apparently that <laughs> has some code that triggers her. Right, yeah. <laughs> now, during the show and the TV, uh, during the uh, the movie also, is the, the, the bad, real bad guys of, um, of the show, which is, they're against everyone, are called Reavers. Right, and they're like these fucked up human humanoid kind of creatures, uh, who can still like function like humans, uh, like drive ships, and, right? And but are just mad. They and, rape you and eat you while you're alive. Right. Yes. It's, sounds uh, pretty bad. It, it sounds pretty horrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's our our main. Uh, well, our background antagonists are the Reavers, but our main antagonist is. Um, is a representative of the alliance, which is um, you want you you said yeah. you're going to learn how to see his just, name today. Oh man, uh, Chiwetel. I heard John Oliver say his first name. Chiwetel mm-hmm. said it a couple of times. Uh, issue four. That's my guess. Okay. Well, he plays the operative, and yeah. he's the one assigned to track down and kill River. Right. So he's our main antagonist of this movie. Because what had happened was. Um, Top government agents, top government officials mm-hmm. met her because the science scientists wanted to show her off, mm-hmm. not even thinking about the fact that River can read all of their minds. Yep. And, and then, so she gets all this information from top government officials. So, yeah. Right. And then, yeah, so that's why they sent uh, the operative after mm-hmm. her. And he... Um, and this is the first time I've s- I'd ever seen him, too. Yeah. To to tell as you I've never tried to say it before. Fourteen years later, you still can't say it. No. And fourteen years later, he looks like he's aged about a year. Maybe. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and if you know who he is, he plays Baron Mordo in Doctor Strange. Ah, uh, yes. The worst MCU movie, I think, is probably that one. I didn't even finish it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not very good. But it probably wasn't his fault. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
a crappy character too. <laughs> not very interesting. Not very many interesting characters in that movie. Yeah, but that's anyway. too bad. This, his character in this is yeah, great. Really I fell in love with this guy. Yeah, he's really powerful. He's mm-hmm. trained in all these different martial arts, it seems like, and those pressure points and everything. And um, So he's on the hunt constantly for Mal and his crew, which um, the rest of his crew involves Jane. He kind of seems like the muscle. That's Adam Baldwin. Mm-hmm. And then you have, um, what's her face, who does the uh, maintenance of the ship? Uh, Kaylee. Kaylee, right. Played yeah. by Jewel State. She's a Disney kid. Right. And then we have Wash, who is the uh, pilots of the Serenity. First time I'd ever seen Alan Tudyk. Mm-hmm. And he is also married to, what's her face? Um, Zoe. Zoe in the, in the show. Not in real life, in the show. Right. Played by Gina Torres. Right. Who was married to Lawrence Fishburne IRL, but oh, really? alas, no more. Aww. Yeah. Is it their daughter who went into porn? It wasn't that his granddaughter, oh. so no. <laughs> no. The answer is no. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have this ragtag bunch of uh, people, and then we have Mal, of course, as their leader. Now, he's a pretty interesting character, and he's very likable, even though he can be kind of a dick. Yes. Right? Um, he ends up having to make some hard decisions throughout the show, but it's what needs to happen. Uh, he's pretty stern when he needs to be, but he's funny when he doesn't need to be. Right. But, yeah, he does not like his authority to be questioned. He is kind of like the Han Solo character of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, except he's a bit more brutal than Han Solo, I think. Um, yeah, I feel it. Do you want to talk about the scene that you're... No, you go, yeah, about? go for it, yeah. So, um, the operative starts murdering all the safe harbors that the mm-hmm. ship could go to. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can't go to ground. And they end up going back to Shepherd Books, uh, I think it's like a parish. It's like a yeah. religion or something like that. So it's like a campsite. Shepard Book is very briefly in the movie. He has a much bigger role in the first season but right. of Firefly. But you don't necessarily... I hadn't seen the first season of Firefly when I saw this movie. You don't have to. You don't have to, no. Yeah, so they go there and everyone's dead. The operative has killed everyone. Uh, Shepard Book is dying and then finally dies. And Mal decides that he needs to mask... In order to get to where they're going, because River really needs to get to this place to figure out the mystery of what's going on inside of her head. Or else she's going to kill all of them, it seems like. she's going to kill them all. She keeps going crazy. So in order to do that, they have to get past Reaver territory, Reaver space. And in order to get past them, they need to mask their ship like they're Reavers. Mm -hmm. And Reavers cover their ship with the bodies of their dead. Not their dead, of the people that they have killed. So they take all of these people and they put them on the ship. Mm -hmm. Put them all over the outside of the ship to mask themselves. And obviously the crew is really upset at this idea. Those people were their friends. Some of them are children. And Mal says, you do this for me or you stay here now. This is your point of harbor. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so going back to Han Solo, I I don't know if Han Solo would have done that. I don't know. No, I don't think Han Solo would have done that either. Yeah. I think Han Solo gives people a chance, and if they screw it up, then it'll just blow your face off like you did to Greedo. Yeah, but I mean, mean doing something as awful as taking bodies and putting them all over a ship, I don't know, maybe you would have, but woof. Hmm. I guess we'll never know because they didn't continue on with the Han Solo movies. Spoilers, you guys. Han Solo's dead, and the Solo movie (laughs) didn't do as well as they thought. It should have. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it was. It was fun. 
So anyway, that's one of the most fucked up things that he does. Right, right. In the movie. It works. They get to where yeah, they're going. They get to where they're going, and they get to figure out why um, why there are Reavers around and how they came to be. Mm-hmm. And they go to this planet where Sarah Paulson, which, I mean, I didn't know who she was back then when this movie came out, so... I'm not sure I did either. I think she might have looked familiar to me, but I definitely mm. didn't know her name. Yeah. There was a holographic recording of the Sarah Paulson character who lived on the planet, which they finally reach, and everyone there is dead, and... She pretty much says that they put this chemical into their air in this planet to give, um, to chill people out pretty much for the most part. Pax. I think it's a play yeah. on the word Paxil. That's my guess. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they give them that, and everyone, you know, is cool at first, but then everyone starts to, like, stop eating, stop doing their job, and then they all just kind of just fall down and die. Yeah, they all just kind of go to sleep and, and die. Yeah. Right. But the, the effects of the Pax, um, differed for other people and a small minority of people in this 10 million uh, person colony turned into the Reavers who were mindless savages Mm -hmm. and after her recording her holographic recording she gets attacked and um, it seems like they all all the Reavers just took off from that planet and just started their killing spree yeah but then mostly just hang out in the space outside of that planet yeah catching whomever comes by and right takes them and eats them or whatever. <laughs> Rapes them and eats them alive. Yeah. So why why did you pick this film? Why why do you and why do you think you liked it so much? What really grabbed you about it? So I mean Joss Wheaton, um, mm-hmm. I never watched Firefly. And and I'll admit that after this movie I did watch Firefly and I think it's a little slow. There are it really is. only like two or three episodes that are really good. And then the rest of them aren't bad, but I'm just like, get going. Move it along. <laughs> but Joss Whedon sometimes doesn't do that, and that's a lot of times why his shows get canceled, because mm. he doesn't want it to pick up until maybe the second season. Right, yeah. Um, so my, I had a friend who watched the show and really liked it, and the movie came out in select theaters in Chicago, so she really wanted to see it. So I went with her, and it's got that snappy Joss Wheaton dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's under two hours, but there I say it's under two hours because it really does move right. quickly. Right, this movie does move pretty quickly. Yeah, it's there's no slow points. There's nothing I would cut out. It moves really fast. Even last night, I was like, man, is this movie really two hours? Really? Yeah, it does move quickly. It yeah. doesn't seem like two hours at all. Right, it moves really fast. Um, so I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs> um... No, just like what, what, what do you really like about this movie? What made it? That, your, yeah, your, your that's pick? exactly it. It moves really quickly. Um, I love the writer and director Joss Whedon. I totally love Buffy. Um, so I went back and watched Firefly, and I like that too. Nathan Fillion. I don't think I had ever seen him in anything before. Mm-hmm. He's a great uh, hero. Gina Torres also great. Um, you know, good cast in general. Um, I had some new thoughts when we watched it yesterday. Yesterday, for the first time, I did feel like it. I was watching a long episode of TV. Yeah, because uh, it opens up with um, the summer and you have the opera in there and everything. And then it hits the title of the movie, and then that's when we start to meet our crew again. Um, if you'd watched Firefly, then you get to... You're reintroduced to them, and while that's happening, the credits are going by like a... Like a TV show, exactly. showing everyone's name and the cast and everything. So, yeah, that's uh, I like that. That was yeah. pretty cool, and it was doing that while everyone's being introduced again on screen. So that it fit really well in one long shot. Yeah, it was. Joss Whedon loves a long <laughs> shot. 
Um, so cool, yeah. I didn't. Um, I, I guess I've always kind of wondered why you, you this show really stuck out to you. Um, I just think it's a real. I think it's a great movie, standalone. You don't have to have yeah, seen Firefly no, not to watch at all. this movie. Because yeah. I watched it with you. I think we just started dating actually when you yeah, showed it to me. Yeah, back 2005. When I was like, you should watch this movie. It's so good. Yeah, I don't. I've never seen Firefly, but sure. And then yeah, I didn't need to. I can just pick it up or. Just kind of go with the flow with some things and figure it out later. But yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I was totally, totally in with it at the time. I really didn't know what you would think, but you seemed mm. to really like it when yeah. you just watched it. Yeah. yeah, I like sci-fi action stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course I would. <laughs> um, you have a you have a favorite scene in this one at all? Is there anything that just really put this movie over the top for you? Yeah. I think both the heist when they try to raid the vault on that one planet mm-hmm. where Glenn Howerton is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like barely any lines. <laughs> um, that's a really good scene. The, when they the Reavers land and Mal tells the security guard, get these guys inside the vault. Right. And then they uh, take off and they do the barn swallow where the oh, Serenity right, yeah. catches the the whatever shuttle yeah but that's Arch. i think that's when you really start to get to like adam baldwin jane right. <laughs> i think he gets shot in the leg and pulled over like, <laughs> with a rope and the reavers are trying to get him and he's like you shoot me before they take me and mal aims a gun seemingly at him and he's, he's like, like well don't shoot me first <laughs> it's just a fun action sequence and i feel like you've said before that you don't think joss wheaton is great as uh, action sequences uh i don't I think he's okay. Um, I think that's I think a good he, one. I don't. I actually maybe I was thinking. Well, I said in Buffy, Buffy the movie, I, yeah, the movie. Yeah. But he didn't do really do the movie's action or anything. He didn't really film anything. That's true. He didn't, and he didn't have a lot of creative control over that movie right. either. But yeah, I think his action's fine. The Avengers was good. Yeah, the Avengers is awesome awesome action in that one maybe because he's thinking from a comic book kind of mind which right you know i i had a discussion with a math teacher of mine back in 96 i'm gonna say uh-huh. and he told me because he was in the comics and all that he was like you know what they're never going to be able to make an x-men movie because you can put on a page all this different action going on at once and but you can't really replicate that on screen hmm. now <laughs> 20 years later now right, we maybe have, in 1996 you couldn't right yeah. now 20 years later then yes we can and um so yeah uh like i was saying joss whedon was was can film like these avengers movies because he's done comics and he knows how to put a comic on the screen and be able right. to have all that action and have the right cuts and to make it coherent and and look good so yeah he does he does action well i maybe i am remembering wrong I can't remember who said that to uh, me. I, I said Christopher Nolan, I don't think, does action all that well. No, I it does okay, that. but yeah. fighting scenes he doesn't do all that great. Um, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. That's a good action sequence. So that's part one of my favorite part. Part two is when they go meet Mingo and Fancy at that bar. Yeah. Whatever, the, their cantina, if you will. <laughs> and River gets set off, and she just kicks the ever-loving shit of everybody in that bar. 
Um, I like the fight scenes between Mal and the operative, where they're able to they're yes. old school fighting, talking to each other while they mm-hmm. fight. Thing, you know, that was a cool little send back. Uh, it was a cool fight. It was it was fun to watch that one. And you think the operative thinks he has the upper hand, and he doesn't. And mm-hmm. It was yeah, it was cool. I like that one. And the operative never loses his temper, and <laughs> Mal, Mal makes him lose his. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did that make you angry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have great chemistry together, definitely as rivals. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. The 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 very last fight scene that yeah, they have. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good one. Uh, there are only seven kills in this movie. I didn't count any of the reavers. Right. Uh, I just kept it to humans. Glenn Howerton was one of them, yes, sadly. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> um, no breasts, no penises, PG-13. Shocking death of Alan Tudyk that still yes. makes me tear up, still. Yeah. yeah, it just comes all of a sudden, but yeah. if you watch Joss Whedon, you know that already. Yeah, he's going to kill someone you love Something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It does. And this time it's Wash, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overall score for you? A, solid A. Solid A. Yeah, um, you? Solid B. Okay. It was fun. Um, some of the effects don't hold up, but that's fine. Yeah, it's, it's 2005. almost 15 years old. Yeah. yeah that's. But yeah, other, other than that, yeah, it's a good, fun movie. I had a good time watching it. Again, even. Uh, picking up on some other things, laughing at some other parts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is a definite check out for us. Um definite definite good quality sequel in a way that we had this yeah, is second um, season all jammed into one movie and i you know me about sequels yeah they can be either really good or they can just not need to be made at all or, yeah. or and i can just go into this discussion for hours about reboots and remakes and whatever some yeah of course you make them others why yeah, and you know what? Today, I wonder if this movie had been released this year, if they would have found a way to reboot that show on set. There are so many mm. different streaming platforms. Yeah, I know. Cable. I mean, there are so many shows that are resurrected, like Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars, yeah. Like, 15 years later, we have more Veronica Mars. And I really think that had this movie come out this year, we'd be getting a third season, if you will, of Firefly. I agree with you, Yes. Because right now, all the, uh, these movie studios and TV studios and everything can't find a decent formula for a show anymore. Okay. So that's why they just keep rebooting all this bullshit over and over again. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, let's reboot fucking Gilmore Girls like they're going to do now. They already did. That's done. Or maybe not Gilmore Girls. Um, what's the other one? Oh, Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Yeah. They're redoing that one. Then, um... Uh, they're doing. They're gonna uh, Charlie's Angels again. Like, yeah. why are you keep doing this? Fuck know. that Kristen show. Stewart's really hot. In she the is. <laughs> she is. But I mean, who cares though? Like, the, the movie, that no, show fucking sucked back in the day too. You you didn't have to brand it as Charlie's Angels. No. Same with Gossip Girl. Hi, you can Charlie. do another drama about rich socialites and you don't have to call yeah. it gossip girl and that's it's your exact argument yeah. Ha, ha, ha. yeah that's your exact argument about child's play and you have a point you mm-hmm. definitely do 
But my counter to that was it maybe it won't sell as many tickets unless it has that big popular name attached to it. True. It'll sell tickets for a little while and all of a sudden it just goes down fucking Yeah. Off. As usual. People are like, all right, this is going to be great. Creep show. Now, see, that's a good example of something that can be made, like uh, from an, a pre-existing property. Yes. With all new stories. All new stories. Yeah. Done by a guy who was, I believe, probably no. I don't think he was a part of Creep Show yet. Uh, I know Nicotero joined at least during Day of the Dead, and that happened. It was filmed after Creep Show. But it's cool seeing a protege of Tom Savini and yeah. uh, a guy who used to work with George Romero reboot this this kind of uh, and make it into a series of Creep Show, one of my favorite movies of all time with new vignettes, and it's on Shutter, so it's going to be. Mm-hmm gory and and hell there might be boobs in it and swearing it's gonna be hopefully it'll be great i can't wait yeah and you know to be fair i wasn't talking about reboots i'm talking Mm. about a revival like veronica mars is right yeah yeah. that yeah veronica mars is a good one because there's i don't feel like things ended right with that show right first of all they did that's such a Mm non-ending yeah and you have such a great character that you can just Put her anywhere. She doesn't need to be in Neptune anymore. She can fuck it. She can go the the route of Shaft and go to Africa or some shit, you know, and be there. Who who gives a shit? You know. So there's, there's crime so everywhere. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but that that's my point. On it. there's just some stuff that doesn't need that. You don't need to yeah. do that anymore. You there's so many brilliant people out there in the world, and there's such a great avenue to to get these great people from and sure. the internet. So I'm seeing that revivals you can be on board with. Like you were Yes, I can be. And then there's other ones it's just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. Find a new show. <laughs> <laughs> and I might, Veronica Mars. You oh. broke my heart. <laughs> Alright, well, anything to add before we close this up? I don't think so. Did okay. we miss anything? Probably tons of stuff. Anything but... else you want to say? We didn't, we didn't talk about the end. They win. Yeah. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Except for Wash. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys for joining us once again. Check out Serenity. It's a fun, it's a fun movie. I know we mm-hmm. left some stuff out, but uh, discover it and have a good time and have a few laughs. Yeah. Thanks for listening. All right. Take it easy.